y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Black Packing. I am your host, Jerica, and on today's episode, our guest, her name is Terica. Um, yes, our names rhyme, and we are also kind of matching today. <laughs> Black shirt, blue jeans, brown boots, <laughs> so she got the memo. Um, yeah. <laughs> How are you doing today, Terica? I'm doing well. I'm trying to stay warm. I know. So we're we're trying to stay warm. We're here in Atlanta, Georgia, um, and so I brought Terika on the show uh, for a few reasons. Uh, one being our names rhymed, <laughs> and um, <laughs> and uh, the second being of this um, really cool thing that she does here in Atlanta called uh, the Black Girls Magic Tours. Right? Uh, tell us a little bit about that. So Black Girl Magic Tours is a, uh, a tour company where we, uh, it is a guided luxury mural crawl for brown girls. We go to different um, mural sites around the city and um, yeah, we just yeah, talk about the history yeah, of, of the murals of and each mural and talk about the artists and we talk about how we connect to the art and um, just explore how we're magical yeah. as yeah, and um, you started in the middle of the pandemic. You started in August. Uh, kudos to you for starting a business. Um, during these times, I know a lot of people just, when this happened, they had time to like kind of sit down and like reassess like, you know, their purpose, like what they wanted to do, what the, like any ideas, like things that they had always wanted to pursue. They were like, all right, this is, maybe this is now the time and you and you did it, so. Um, props to you. What was, what was kind of like the inspiration behind it? Well, um, I'm a traveler, first and foremost. I, I love to to get up and go. And uh, I, prior to the pandemic, prior to 2020, I I had I, I've been fortunate to travel um, to different countries, to different continents. And in my travels, I always try to. Allocate time for excursions. Yeah, and so I would always seek out opportunities to view art mm -hmm. around the city. Yeah, um, graffiti art, murals, and I would always capture those pictures. And so um, I was in a city, uh, I believe it was Cartagena, and I was taking a look at all of the the murals, and I was like, man, Atlanta has some beautiful murals yeah. as well. And in Cartagena, there are murals that feature beautiful black women, mm -hmm. like just beautiful yeah. black women. And so in seeing that, I was like, Atlanta has murals too. So I, it would be great if like people saw yeah. how, met, how, how much, uh, how many murals there were here that really celebrate the beauty and intelligence of black women. Yeah. And um, later on, I went to Belize and I met a stranger who actually was, uh, at we connected, we became friends mm -hmm. on the trip. And I left Belize and they contacted me and said that they were going to be connecting, going to Houston, connecting in Atlanta mm -hmm. and had a few hours of, of lay, like a few layover hours. Mm -hmm. Wanted to get out of the airport. So picked them up from the airport and they asked, so what are we gonna do? And I was like, I'm gonna show you some, I'm gonna show you some murals. Yeah. And like show you around um, the city and told me later it was 
one of the best experiences. Never saw Atlanta like that. Yeah. And loved it. Loved the murals. And I was like, I'm, I'm gonna do this. Like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this a thing. And um, after a few reiterations, talking to my friend Charlie, who uh, add that add this luxury touch to it, um, it became a thing where it's a guided mural crawl tour and a luxury sprinter. Uh-huh. And it is a celebration of us. Yes, um, I love that. So, um, a little bit more about the tour. How how long is it? Uh, how many uh, people? What's the max amount of people? Um, what I guess I mean. You started during a pandemic, so you kind of already went into it, making it you know COVID friendly. So, kind of how has um, all that been and right yeah right so the tour is traditionally about three and a half hours mm-hmm. long from start to finish uh, yeah starting in a pandemic you really you just kind of naturally have to take precautions so the sprinter van has a max capacity of uh, it's a 15 seater but I um, in terms of guests mm-hmm. we welcome 12 guests up to 12 guests mm-hmm. but we've actually been cutting back about 10 and I've only had one tour where we've actually allowed more than more than 10 Mm -hmm. people on board but we uh, some of our COVID practices are our our safety practices are wearing a mask sitting apart Mm -hmm. um, and you know that has for the most part worked for people yeah sit apart your mask on everything's good we have a um temperature gun so all of that yeah and what's what's amazing so what we're in December now and you started in August and it sounds like you've already uh, been having some tour groups so you know people the second they saw it were attracted to it Um, you know when I when I saw what you were doing I was like oh let me like you know find out like a little bit more um, about this tour because um, you know being a solo traveler one of the first things I do when I get to a new place, it's like, okay, which tour am I going to take? You know, typically I'll do like a free walking tour, and that's a good way for me to already get like a layout of the city and like have like a local tell me, oh, this is where you should go, this is where you shouldn't go to do whatever I'm interested in doing. So I like love the idea of tours for people because um, it's like just creating um, an experience that I feel like people like take that back home with them, you know and they get to learn something that they never knew before. And I kind of have history being a tour guide as well and, you know, being inspired um, by taking tours when I travel. And when I lived in Asheville, I started uh, doing coffee tours there. Um, And I worked as a barista at the time. And so I just, like, kind of, you know, asked my boss, like, hey, what do you, like, think about this idea of, like, doing a coffee tour, you know? um, at the time there was already like a few different food tours and like beer tours and like there was a rooftop bar tour so I was like why not a coffee tour there are like so many amazing coffee shops just like right downtown um, in Asheville and then also people that you know roast their own coffee in Asheville so I was like why not highlight that and I was like I know when I go somewhere like I like to do tours like I, that's what I like to do so I know that there are people that want to do that mm-hmm. so I created that and so when I saw you all doing the tours, I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta know more, like, very, very um, into 
what you're doing and I wish you the most success doing it. I have no doubt uh, that you will be successful. And I also, like one of my favorite tours that I took was a graffiti tour in Bogota, uh, actually. In yeah, in Colombia. And that was, um, that was one of my favorite tours because I didn't realize that graffiti was legal in Colombia. And so it kind of went through the whole history of how they got to that point, which was, was actually kind of like um, a sad history. Um, and it involved like a young graffiti artist um, from Bogota, like dying. Um, mm -hmm. But the result of that is graffiti now being uh, legal in Bogota. And so there's just art everywhere. And there's, you know, tours going on. So, and that was my one of my favorite tours because a lot of the art is kind of representative of Colombian culture and like their history, um, especially like dealing with like Pablo Escobar and kind of feeling like, you know, seeing him as like a hero and also like a stain that's kind of been left on their on their country and why people like may think their country is like dangerous and just all these little things. Mm -hmm. um, and it was just like, I remember s vividly so many um, art pieces from doing that tour so graffiti tour is where it's at <laughs> but you know what um hearing you say that you were in, in Asheville and you created something because you saw that something wasn't there and you're like well why not yeah. like I think that's the that's the beauty of an idea mm -hmm. like seeing what's not there and instead of saying oh well th that's not no one's tapped into that yeah I'll just leave it like that mm -hmm. you, you know getting after it and saying well, there's, there's an opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And I think um, there's an opportunity with what you're doing here. Like, I mean, I've only been in Atlanta for a little bit over a, a month now, um, but I have been very attracted to just the graffiti art that I've seen um, in the city, and it's forever changing, especially this year. It's been very, like, politically motivated. Absolutely. So um, I've been very, like, drawn. I've actually started following some uh, local artists here um, in Atlanta because I like want to be like what are they up to they're like putting out some like really powerful uh, messages so I definitely think uh, like what you're doing like I love it I love it Thank so you. much I can't wait uh, to take a tour we might even do like a special little episode yeah, of, um, not not to give y'all too much <laughs> uh, but just like a sneak peek of um, what the tours are about um, so moving moving forward how do you how do you see 2021 looking for you, traveling-wise, tour-wise, um, personal-life-wise? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> like, 20, if, if, if 2020 has <laughs> we, taught me anything. You're like, we got two weeks left. Right. <laughs> if, if 2020 has taught me anything, it's like, throw, throw your plans out the window and just, like, live in this moment. But, yeah. Um, the crazy thing is, for 2020, I was able to travel. Yeah, I, I was able to go to Los Angeles last month, and I was able to go to uh, to visit one of my best friends. Um, and I was able to travel to Tulum the previous month with my with my girl um, with my girls. And so you can you can still travel. There's still yeah. things to do. Yeah. And I actually am going to the North Georgia cabins. Oh, you're uh, doing that? This oh, weekend. I'm jealous. So oh. uh, there, you there is still yeah. You, you can still move around. Yeah. You might not be able to take that trip to Cape Town, South Africa, yeah. but you know, you can find your tribe and make sure that you're a 
able to do something. Yeah. Um, so my plans, personally, uh, are to stay alive mm -hmm. for 2021. Um, for the with regard to like the vaccine coming out, I hope that that will um, hopefully give some people some hope. I know that a lot of people in in my community of of black women and black men are mm -hmm. uh, really distrustful of anything that's government sanctioned. Yeah. So they're not really like first in line to get this vaccine. Yeah. But I think that that might drive people to, it might make things a bit safer if this vaccine does work. So right now I am not worried about my business and my business, like not selling any tickets. I'm, mm -hmm. I'm more so, trying to build my brand and build momentum yeah. so that when this when COVID is behind us, yeah. you know that this is still here. Yeah. And uh, so that's what that's what twenty twenty one will be. Building my brand and building momentum. And yeah. That that sounds like a that sounds like a good plan. I, I wanna touch on a couple things that that you said. Um, you brought up Tulum and I actually saw I saw a meme yesterday and it <laughs> and it was like I hope 2021 gives us more places than Tulum to travel to. <laughs> I mean, that's the only place that's open. Yeah, right? and I was like that that made me laugh. And I and I actually haven't been to Tulum and I know it's like a very like popular place to travel and so I've been like kind of like putting it off, but I've also been getting like antsy to like travel. So I've been looking at like maybe going in like February or March. I'm gonna break down and see what Tulum has to offer. <laughs> and and before that, I stayed in a an, at a resort in Akumal, which is north of Tulum, and they they were practicing. They were it was safe, right? You mm -hmm. know, wearing your mask when you were out. It was just. Some places yeah. are taking it seriously, and you're able to still so, move about. Yeah, absolutely. I've I've been. Uh, a lot of different travel stories on how uh, resorts and hotels have been um, enforcing and also like accommodating um, during like the times of COVID. So it, it has been the more travel stories I keep hearing, the more mm -hmm. comfortable I'm like, okay, maybe yeah. I, I'll go to Tulum and I can like find a place um, and be fine, be away from the, the general public. Um, the second thing I wanted to uh, touch on because I feel like this has been uh, kind of you know like whispers like talk of conversation but it hasn't like really been like super talked about or like I haven't really talked about um, but it's just like the vaccine coming out and mm -hmm. just um, what you kind of mentioned about you know us being a little like yeah about it but you know the hope of it being out so other people kind of kind of feel safe and you know, I was just talking to my dad the other day, and he is 70. You know, and he has some health issues, and he's still been like, uh, you know, working in his yard, like wearing his mask, like not really going to the grocery store. And he and he said like the same thing. He was like, I can't wait for this vaccine to come out. He was like, not because I'm going to take it, but just so everyone else can take it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and um, I think it's. Um, a very interesting kind of mentality that we have about like vaccines and um, the history about behind that and I also uh, was reading this article online about you know blacks are not should not be considered uh, like anti-vaxxers 
um, because you know there's a reason why we we feel like uncomfortable about taking the vaccine and it was giving like the history of you know just like medical experiments and like vaccines um, that have you know we've essentially been like the test subjects yeah um, and the lot yeah for so long and I feel uh, like it's it's something that's not really um, talked about um, that much um, and so it's like I, I really want people as this vaccine does come out and people start to get like divided on it and just yeah. kind of like you know where I stand and like where I feel like a lot of a lot of people like me stand you know yeah I don't, and I don't even think that like people are anti-vaxxers yeah I, I, I feel like um, this vaccine has been created uh, rather quickly yeah and so people you know within are, this year yeah has and uh, are just in a few months and we we're all we all take vaccines. We all got polio shots yeah. as babies and, yeah. and things like that. But um, you you you're you're kind of hesitant because you know like who who was tested. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah I know. It's just a long but yeah, but like I was I was happy to abuse. yeah absolutely. But I was happy to see like that article like push that like idea of like hey no we're not like we're not anti-vaxxers mm -hmm. like there's a reason why. Um, yeah. like we feel this way and so I was like is someone like speaking for me it was like one of those I was like because I feel like you know I've been anyways we'll move on <laughs> but, but yeah I, I'll take the vaccine I yeah it might not be first in line but I'll take yeah, it I, yeah I, I feel like um, the travel industry um, any of us that want to travel will will have to see um, we'll have to see that vaccine um, mm -hmm. unfortunately but it's very mm -hmm. it's very uh, interesting like that that whole that whole topic on, on vaccines. All right, so I got these um, interview deck cards um, from Pod Decks that I like to ask people a couple questions um, because I really like these cards and they're really fun and they're not travel related. Okay. Um, they're just kind of random cards. All right. If you could undo one moment in your life, what would it be? Mm. <laughs> There are, there are a number of uh, situations that I placed myself in that I probably should not have. And I would probably say if I could undo something, it would have been a relationship okay. that I was in. Okay. I probably would not have continued with the relationship as long as I did. And I wouldn't have been with the person who I was with. Um, great learning experience. Yeah. And great opportunity for me to grow. But uh, I probably would have experienced that growth without that person. Okay. So. Yeah. All right. That's that, that's what I was gonna ask you. I was like, well, if you feel like you learned from it, if you had never experienced that, you know, would you feel like you would still be in the same position of growth that you yeah. have had so far? Yeah. I think uh, I think age has made me wiser. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and I probably just didn't need to be in that relationship. Yeah. So. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> what about, um, is there a trip that you would undo if you could? A trip? Um, so, I, my parents are West Indian. Mm -hmm. My mother's from Jamaica. Mm -hmm. I spent my childhood summers in Jamaica mm -hmm. all the time. Yeah. All the time. <laughs> and so, uh, I, di I didn't vow that I would never go back to Jamaica. I just said that I would go to different places. I yeah. was like, 
I'll go to Jamaica because my parents still have a home there. Yeah. And so I will go visit them. But um, one time I went to Jamaica to stay at a resort. And after I went, I was kicking myself like, why did I waste my time and money going to a Jamaican resort when I could have gone anywhere around the world yeah. during that time, during that time off? I've seen Jamaica. Yeah. I've, I've lived I've lived there yeah, yeah. Months, so. <laughs> so that that one trip you would undo yeah. that's fair that's fair um you know i've asked this question on the show so i'm not gonna ask that one i'm gonna switch it up uh, another one i've asked all right this one's gonna be a freshie if you had to teach a class on one thing what would you teach Uh, that's a great question. So my background is, t is in education. I was going to say, is this, yeah. is, is this an easy one for you? My, so <laughs> my background is in education and a little about me, I, I uh, started a blog years ago, like 10 years ago, mm -hmm. a little, a little less than 10 years ago. And the blog was on natural hair for, mm -hmm. black, for black women. Yeah. And it, it, it really wasn't so much about like hairstyles. Mm -hmm. there, I did feature hairstyles. I talked more so about like the socio-political climate uh, around the whole movement towards, or movement from relaxed hair to, to natural, natural hair. Yeah, because like about ten, 10 years ago was yeah, when that's that when it was really yeah. big and, and booming and thriving. Yeah. Um, and we started seeing a lot of uh, companies that had never catered to us in yeah. our natural hair before mm -hmm. start tapping into us. You know, we are a multi-million, billion-dollar industry when it comes to hair. Yeah. So I had a blog, um, and it was quite successful, and it actually won an award um, in Atlanta for best hair blog. And That's then that. I had then I started school. I started working on my PhD. Mm -hmm. And uh, my dissertation was around, it was titled The Deconstruction of Black Women Teachers. And I'm thinking about it, today marks five years since I graduated. Yeah. Five years. I, I graduated December 17th, 2015. But um, my dissertation was uh, around black women. Mm -hmm. As uh, I examined their experiences as teachers. And this year, five years later, I have Black Girl Magic Tours. Mm -hmm. And so I think that if I were going to teach a class, if I was to teach a class about anything, it would probably be a celebration of black women's accomplishments Okay. from uh, from the beginning of time until now. You know, sign me up. It, yeah. I would just, I mean, there <laughs> is, like, the class would go on forever. Yeah. Just thinking about the contributions of the queens yeah. um, and princesses uh, from the continent of Africa to, to, um, to now, to yeah. to slavery, to the to the people, to the women who were experimented on uh, by J. Marion Sims, who who was an unethical, horrible sadist doctor who operated on slave women without anesthesia, and through his work and his experiments on them, experiments on them. Uh, we now know everything about gynecology. Mm -hmm. um, so, anytime you you know you visit a gynecologist, thank a black woman. If you're getting vaccinated, thank a black woman. Like, mm -hmm. we've, we've <laughs> yeah, um, you should. I mean, not you should, but uh, that'd be like if that was a virtual class, I would 
I would sign up and sign up. Uh, and and watch it. That would be uh, that would be amazing. All right, next question. All right, who are your heroes in real life? Uh, I have so many. <laughs> um, I have really been in real life. I've I've read and read the stories of of Harriet Tubman, and when I think. When I close my eyes and I think about what she is, has endured mm-hmm. or what she did endure and what she was capable of doing without being able to read, to move on foot in, in, in probably in fear mm-hmm. for other people, I'm so inspired and motivated to, to carry on and, and continue in the work that I do. Yeah. I mean, so, uh, I mean, outside of tours, I'm in school improvement. Yeah. And I think of like social justice and, and why I'm here and my what I should be doing for others. And yeah. I always think about Harriet Tubman. Yeah. And she's she's my heroine. Awesome, awesome. Yeah. Well, um, Terika, uh, thank you so much for coming on this show. It was so nice. Jerica, um, thank you for having me. Yeah, it was so nice to talk to you um, again and um, get to know more about you. Um, y'all please um, check out Black Girl Magic Tours um, where your social media she's out there websites out there um, please check it out if you're in the Atlanta area uh, check out the tours obviously it is a, a fun COVID safe thing to do um, if you're ever passing through in the Atlanta area um, I highly recommend uh, checking out the tours and saying hey to Terica. Uh, thank y'all again for listening to another episode. Uh, anything else you want to say? Thank you for having me, Jerrica. <laughs> All right. We might start our own little show. Just yeah, the Jerrica. Because it's it weird. Like, now I feel like I'm trying to say my name <laughs> the wrong way. Yeah. <laughs> it feels weird saying your name because I feel like I'm going to call you something else. But then it just, <laughs> like, when, it, when I say it, it just it's comes out naturally. Um, But yeah, thank y'all again for um, listening or watching. Uh, I'm out. Bye. Take care, everyone.